What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That's Mike Luciano. Um, We just saw a regular ass game here. Jets suck, man. This team blows. This team's really bad. Uh, I don't know what we just saw. That was terrible. I mean, I know what we saw because it's what we've seen other times. Like, it's not even the first time we've seen that from this team this year. Also, if you're just tuning in, I'm in a weird background. I know in a different setting. Um, I'd still the same outcome, though. Doesn't matter. Still the same Jets. Same Jets team. yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know what you want to say. I don't know how we're going to start. But yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome. We're going to talk about the Jets for a little bit. We're going to try and talk about whatever the hell is. We just watched 30 to nothing. Uh, hi, hi, Brian. Hey, buddy. How was your Sunday? I hope it was good. I hope it was good. Honestly, there was a very quick uh, turnaround for me uh, from being a little hopeful, marginally hopeful, to just going straight back to apathy. And I'm there again. I don't care. I genuinely don't care. Uh, If you want to say that the Jets should fire everybody, I'm fine. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm on board with that. Do it. Go for it. They're not going to, but I'm on board with it. If you want to do it, that's fine. Um, I don't know what there is to say, Mike, but the Jets are a really bad football team. And that was, I want to say, one of the worst games of the season, but it's, it's, there's been so many that it's hard to even. This this might have been the worst. All right. Before, let's not, I I don't want to defame our great sponsors and all of our podcast listeners beforehand by associating them with this direct. So let's get them out of the way first. Sure. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, wherever you get your podcasts, we're on all those spots, YouTube and TikTok at the Jet Press for both. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you get this stream a like. It's really big for the algorithm. Like it really does genuinely help. Leave a good review on Apple Podcasts. Again, that genuinely helps. So you guys have you guys know that at this point. I went into the kitchen before we started recording and i got oh no garbage there it is. i can't put it on my head for too long but you know what <laughs> i can't put the bag over my head i don't want to asphyxiate myself but this team is garbage yeah oh my good i and f- find me one area forget playing okay find me an area on this team that was not i was below average thomas morstead 
Not even. He had a couple bad puns. In <laughs> hey, that. don't you dare speak ill will on Thomas Morris, then. Friend he of the is... show. Amazing guy. Great punter. Bad today. Garrett Wilson, no catches in the first half. Zach Wilson, horrible. Fumbled the ball. Willie, he got hit. Zip it. I if, if I hear, that was what it. was he supposed to do there? That Don't was... fumble the ball. That's what you're supposed to do there. That was it for me. I was like so prepared to just be like, all right, I'm going to go and, you know, have a normal day on Jets Twitter. And then first, one of the first plays, Zach Wilson. Obviously, yeah, Mekhi Beckton had an awful game. He got toasted. He gets. Oh, you mean Mekhi leads the league in sacks allowed as an offensive yeah, tackle back no, that guy? No one's denying that. But when someone's like, yeah, maybe Zach shouldn't just try and throw the ball as he's getting sacked and then he fumbles it yeah that is on zach wilson it's not like what was he supposed to do not fucking fumble the ball so when, as soon as that happened as soon as i i put that out on twitter and i'm getting a bunch of people replying like oh you're an idiot i'm like oh, that's it i'm not even gonna bother today like, and, it's not and then the defense actually started out okay it was 10 nothing the yeah. one touchdown they gave up they started on the one yard line because of the aforementioned zach fumble and the field goal they started in jets territory because of the the they, they went for the 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 punt they fake punt right exactly so i'm yeah. like okay fine and then dj reed with no safety help Jalen waddles runs by him and then that was it that was that was everything that was the season that was the game that was the hopes of aaron Rodgers coming back that was it in one in one fell swoop all gone. I don't even want to. We spent a lot of these streams discussing the quarterback play. I mean, I we can't even do that. I mean, talk about like there's nothing even. To Wilson talk about. sucked. Trevor Simeon turned the ball over three yeah. times. The Jets didn't score an offensive touchdown for the fourth game this year. This is now the twelfth game this year where they have one or fewer offensive touchdowns. Kansas City and Houston. Yeah. Also, the two non god awful Zach starts. Those were the two. And actually, I'm more mad about. I'm more mad about this one than I was about here's why I think I'm more mad because the Kansas city game, good start for Zach. Yep. Follows it up with okay. And okay. Denver and Philly wins. I'm like, all right. Like he, he's making it work. He's making it work. And then he, then he fell apart. Then he has the best start of his career. 300 yards, two touchdowns, making plays under pressure. He did the BYU pro day throw. I'm like, Oh man, he's feeling great. Yep. And then the fun just stopped coming. It just hits a wall instantly. Like immediately you could tell there was no thought he was looking like the Zach from the Houston game. It's the same old one we've seen all the time. Rushed, panicky. Like you don't do that throw. The fact that he even let go fall when a 300-pound guy is dragging him down. Was that Chubb who got the original sack on him? Uh, Maybe Chubb. Father Bradley Chubb. Chubb Chubb had a big game. Three sacks of Makai it, it's always funny too when we do these podcasts and then things get immediately invalidated. Like we had a whole discussion about Zach Wilson's future, Makai Becton's future in the last podcast. Yeah. Well, Zach Wilson's future, I think we're pretty much back to square, square one with that because it doesn't look like we're getting the Houston game again. Even and then Makai Becton, we're saying, all right, they might not franchise tag him. What's the deal going to look like? With that performance, should he even start next week? I mean, for crying out loud, he's given up more sacks than any tackle in the league. I know the offensive line's bad, but he's been one of the actually one of the healthy guys, and he's been the worst at his position by a certain metric the entire year. I think I said it on Wednesday, and I still I definitely wholeheartedly believe it. I said that there's a better chance that Zach Wilson is back than Mekhi Becton, and I don't think that Zach Wilson will be back. So I definitely don't think Mekhi Becton is back, especially after this game. It definitely says a lot, with especially all the turnover that they've had on that right side of that offensive line, starting Jake Hansen there today and Billy Turner at right tackle. It says a lot that Mekhi Becton was probably their worst 
of the five offensive linemen. Uh, Tomlinson also had a pretty rough game on first glance. And again, those are your two healthy starters. Those are the only two guys that week one, they were starting on this offensive line. So I don't know what that says, but yeah, man, this is eight losing streets, eight straight losing seasons, 13 years in a row without the playoffs. Same shit. It is the same shit over and over again. And we know that they're not going to change anything. You know, they're going to they're not going to make wholesale changes going into next year. So what do we even have to talk about? Like genuinely, what are we going to talk about? Trevor Simeon was awful. You know what? I'll fucking I'll say it. Zach Wilson's probably better than Trevor Simeon. Like I, I will say that. I, I may if that if that's a win for the Zach Wilson fans, sure. Like I, I think I've seen enough Trevor Simeon this year to be like, yeah, Trevor Simeon in twenty twenty three probably worse than Zach Wilson in twenty twenty three. But, but is he better than Brett Rippin? Is what I want to know. <laughs> We're probably going to see Brett Rippon because we definitely are going to see Brett at this rate. Well, now he's hurt, so I think at this rate. It, do you think Zach Wilson starts another game? I I don't. I honestly don't think he starts another game for the Jets. I think he's done. I think that's it. I don't think. I he, mean, I, I, think just, I mean, if he does have an actual concussion too, I mean that's yeah. well, yeah. it's so weird how all of that was handled. Like I don't understand. I don't know what to believe. I know it's you know it's easy to be like, oh, Zach quit on the team. I'm not going to jump to that conclusion unless there's something that is out there that makes me think that but all we know is that he originally uh was was cited with a head or a head injury or no, it was originally he looked like he had a head injury apparently he went in concussion protocol earlier in the game that wasn't disclosed and then he goes to the locker room early because of dehydration he also was fiddling with his wrist on the sideline according to connor hughes so i guess there was some concern he could have had a wrist injury then he goes back to the locker room doesn't you come back be a more realistic out. injury that'll keep me out hmm. right it's, it's, like, it's so easy to jump to that and then he's in the locker room doesn't come back out in the second half then they roll him out with a concussion then it's reported that while he has a head or i'm sorry they ruled him out with a head injury then while it's reported while that while they ruled him out with a head injury it's not a concussion and he's not in concussion protocol and then the jets announced about 10 minutes later that he has a concussion <laughs> So, and, and how long does concussion protocol take like 90 seconds? And he was then spotted going to get x rays on what? <laughs> you don't x ray your concussion. So, I don't know what's going on. I genuinely have no idea. Not that it matters. It really we doesn't. We the medical staff. Are they now x raying people's brains if they have concussions? Have they asked Salah? I'm sure they have a million questions to ask him. Does anyone ask them what's going on with Zach? Uh, I I don't know. I know it's easy Who to cares at this point. Way. Not not in a way to sound dismissive or like we're glad we're certainly not, but like like it's going it to change matter. anything. It's not. It doesn't matter. Like every Jets game is going to be the same. Like it, it, sure, maybe they have a chance to 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 score some points if they get a couple things going early, but obviously it wasn't going to happen this game. They didn't show up to play. That's on the coaching staff. Like I I don't think this was as it was a talent issue sure, but it was also on the coaching staff. Like for sure. Uh, the Dolphins, especially with all the injuries they had, were not this much better of a team than the Jets. The Jets got outcoached, like thoroughly outcoached. And, and ever, honestly, on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. They, Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins came out with an awesome game plan. They attacked the Jets' defense exactly how they should have without Tyreek Hill. And well, obviously, San Francisco guy who knows probably how to attack Robert Siles' defense better than which is how the guy was with Mike McDaniel. Which is arguably how the Jets were able to have so much success against the Miko Ryans and the, the Texans last week. So I think they got thoroughly out-schemed, out-coached. The players did not look like they came up there. They showed up to play. I, I I don't know what else there's to say. So, yeah, if you want to be like, yeah, fire solid, sure, man, go for it. I mean, they're not going to. Like, they're not going to. That could be an opinion you have, but they're not going to do it. We know that's not going to happen. They're not going to fire Nathaniel Hackett. Again, it's the same thing we've been saying for weeks. Like, if they're going to make any changes, they should fire Keith Carter. He should not be here. There were so many offensive line miscommunication issues, and I know they had so much turnover there. But he also does not have a great track record in Tennessee. He was not liked by his coaches or by his players. He should not be here. I imagine he'll make other minor offensive coaching changes, maybe you know, maybe new QB coach, maybe new wide receiver coach. But realistically, this is going to be the same team. 
And you just got to hope that Aaron Rodgers can fix everything. And Let, Let's get to some of your comments. The, <laughs> the broken Stephen Farrell, I can't do this anymore. I mean, we can barely do it anymore. We're actually here, but I mean. <laughs> Sorry to ruin your night, Stephen. Go to, go, to, go to get some sleep. Get some sleep, man. <laughs> <laughs> Literally anything would have been a better use of your, of your time than this. Uh, Stephen L., Salah should be out. I mean, I still don't necessarily think that, but this is the week to do it, man. This is the week to. They won't. Like they're not gonna. But they're not gonna. They've they've said they don't they don't want to. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to. The players like him. They're not gonna. So you can say it all you want. Uh, Ryan Moss, O line forgot they had a game today, and uh, I I've normally pushed back on some of the O line criticism because a they've been hurt so much, b. Like when they're healthy, they actually, especially when AVT was in too, they were better than people gave them credit for. Yeah. And see, a lot of times they were using it. I think primarily it was being used as a way to shift blame away from Zach Wilson a lot. But I mean, this game was as this was as bad as an offensive line can play in the NFL. And then so and it hurts both quarterbacks because you either have the most panicky guy ever, Wilson. Or you get the most static guy who can't move ever, Simeon. Yep. And it hurts both of them. It does. Yeah, I, I, this was probably one of the worst, if not the worst, offensive line performance of the season. Uh, for as much shit as, you know, Zach maybe deserves for the fumble, like that was definitely his fault. I, I don't think Zach Wilson had much of a chance in this game. Nor, neither did Trevor Simeon. Like they were Certainly under constant not. pressure. I, I, as, as bad as they may have been, and they probably wouldn't have been much better if the O-line was even a little bit better, but it was – they didn't have a chance. Like I, I can't be too hard on Zach for the game because it just – I don't think he had a chance before he went out. I really don't. <laughs> Steven, uh, can we talk about something else? Let's not do this to ourselves. <laughs> I saw Godzilla minus one a couple weekends ago. It's a fantastic movie. You want to talk about movies? <laughs> Dude, I, I'll talk. Uh, my, I had I had Tyree Kill in fantasy this week, so I was not I was not particularly pleased that he was out. Even as a Jets fan, I was like, ah, oh, maybe this could be good. Maybe there's you know a chance because I talked myself into it. I talked myself going into the game like, hey, maybe there's a chance if the Jets win this. But no, nah, man. Nope. Those dreams are done. Playoffs are done. Aaron Rodgers not come back. It's not happening. Uh, Brian with a double whammy. Sauce had a great day. My humble opinion. Sauce is exempt from these conversations just because he's sauce. But I'm just so glad. Like as soon as I'm so glad it was. I mean, I don't want to say. I'm so glad it was DJ Reed that got burnt and not Sauce because if that happened, we would see Sauce getting getting beat on that on that play by Jalen Waddle. Every day on Twitter for the next like fucking. People show Sauce getting burnt on incompletions. I know. So imagine he actually got burnt like on a play like that. Never heard of it. Or the Shakir one, which wasn't even his guy, but yep. they still do that. Yep. Uh, I can't even talk down to the Panthers today. Yeah, Panthers won 9-7. They did. They did. And uh, another one from Brian. Flacco's about to probably lead a fourth-quarter comeback victory. Yeah, See, here's the Brown. thing, too. Like, yeah, he did. Write this he off as just – they were. oh, he did? Oh, my God, they're up. He did 20-17 points. It's 2017. They yeah. came back. Poor – I kind of want to see Justin Fields do well. But, but anyway, outside of that uh, – like, we can write this off as just, oh, we signed a veteran quarterback off the scrap heap and Simeon, he was no good. It's like, well, the well, Flacco was out there. Like, it's one thing to be bad at draft evaluation. as a, Like, Bill Belichick yeah. for a while, could he can't draft offensive skill players. He just can't. But he, for some reason, is very good at identifying veteran talent. So when he spends, typically, like, how many huge veteran free agent signings outside of any, like, Jonu Smith? Have you looked at the Patriots? They've been like, whoa, that was terrible. And how many guys have they let go that have been terrible elsewhere? Like he gets the Jason Jackson. So he many. gets the veteran part of it. Joe Douglas doesn't get either because he can't draft Wilson 
and he can't identify veterans, Simeon, because he looked at Mike White and Joe Flacco, viable NFL backups. Flacco was going to start in the playoffs this year, probably with the Browns. And he said, no, we're not interested in that. And then when he finally had to, he said no to Flacco again. And he went to yeah. Simeon, who can't play. Like, I know that it sounds granular to criticize him for that, but he had other options, and he picked the worst yep. one. I will say I think Joe Flacco gets sacked nine times behind this offensive line. I I I, I think they need somebody who's at least somewhat mobile. Wait, I mean, Carson Wentz was out there. Carson Wentz reached out to the Jets. He literally reached out to the Jets multiple times and was like, hey, do you want to bring me in for at least a tryout? Nope. That – Nope. That is almost fireable. That a guy who, for all it's like to make fun of Carson Wentz, his, two years ago was a starter. He had 27 touchdowns and seven picks and was a game away from the playoffs. And then he said, I want to play for you, please, when you had no yeah. quarterback and you said no. Like, th- think about the, the levels of delusion you have to be in to, to think like that and think that's a good idea. Uh, George Henry Things got to change on coaches. I don't care about one player. It takes a team and they don't know what the hell they're doing. It falls on Joe Douglas and our coach. Like, I, I mean, yeah, this was because, again, the whole, whole thing with Salah was the defense. And, and again, the defense is allowed occasionally. Like, they can have a bad game. How many bad games they had this year, too? I wouldn't even like call this a bad game too. Like it was, it was not a great game by them, but it's a bad game by their standards, but this is a normal defensive game for most for, how, with, for the positions normal. they were put into with the field position. Yeah. yeah. Like if you take out the, the, the touchdown that the Dolphins scored from the one yard line, they allowed 23 points. And one of those field goals was, uh, you know, they, they already started in Jets territory. Like it's, it's, that's not a bad game. And especially when your offense gets zero points, there's literally nothing you can, you can do to win. It's impossible. Yeah. You can't play. Thomas Scott, this is what happens when you let a 39-year-old quarterback run your team, now 40-year-old quarterback, and get his yeah, buddy yeah. hired. Billy Turner, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and Nathaniel Hackett, all Rodgers guys all suck. And yet, yes, they all suck, but if Rodgers was playing, I bet they don't suck as much. By the way, the Jets have officially been eliminated from playoff contention because the Browns. Oh, I thought the Bills had to. Official. Didn't the Bills have to win too? Oh, I'm pretty sure it's done. That's the, I'm seeing it on Twitter. So unless – I mean, I will say the source on this is Dove Climate. Okay, so then the opposite's true. So, so it totally might not be real. However, it could even be if real. it's I not, like the they're Jets- not going to win out and then have the thirty things they need to have happen anyway. So it's not happening. Yeah, this is just. Apparently, oh, the Bears choked the hail mary. Oh no, Darnell Mooney. Oh, it was tipped. It was tipped and it went right to him. Oh my god! All right, oh, sorry. Right. I'm trying to find ways to distract myself from this team. <laughs> Travis Raymond, the O line is not for a pocket quarterback. The O line they have is for making a hole for the running backs, which the Jets need to play more. Running backs are terrible today. Bree sucked. Dalvin Cook sucked. I mean, what did they? What did they do? What did they, they had nothing? Like well, they had no room. There's nothing. Like they, they had no holes at all. I, I can't even blame the running backs. Like the O line is just so bad. And, and really quick, Scott saying talking about the O line, not to be dramatic. But is there any offensive lineman that really deserves to be brought back aside from Tippman? I don't think so. Well, Vera Tucker, obviously, but he's hurt. Anybody on the current starting offensive line, Tipman, uh, or, or Tomlinson will be back next year. I, I don't think they're going to get out of his contract. I think that they value his durability. I think he'll be back. So I think realistically you're looking for two new tackles or a tackle in the guard in the offseason, depending on where they want to play Vera Tucker. So you're looking for a left tackle, and you're either looking for a right guard. Where they want to play Vera Tucker is coming off his second season-ending injury, including an Achilles. I mean, he's not even a sure thing anymore. No, he's not. He's not. I mean, it sucks. Like, I, and I feel like 
I hate the injury prone label getting thrown out there for him because those are two completely unrelated injuries. They're freak accidents. So I don't I want I don't want to say that he's injury prone, but anybody coming off an Achilles, it's hard to rely on them staying healthy an entire season, especially you know now. Okay, Schefter so. just tweeted out two Jets are out, so it's yeah, there you go. Jets are officially eliminated. <sighs> 13 years, 13 man. Years. This is the only time. All high for school, those, all of college, all my professional career. Ugats. For those watching, fan-sided, right? Fan-sided has been around for a long time. The Jet Press is the only fan-sided NFL site that has never covered a playoff game. It's been that fucking long, dude. And I don't even know if it's that. a sure thing next year with how good the AFC suddenly is. Oh, I mean, it's not. A, it's never a sure thing with this team, man. It's never a sure. They went 10-6. and six. They were 10-5 and five going into Week 17, and they didn't make the playoffs. Like, nothing with this team is a sure thing. Gregory Freeman, some coordinators are just that solid is not a head coach. Uh, I mean, I've heard that a lot. I, again, like, what about – right. I, I get the argument they got outcoached on both sides of the ball. To be fair, there is also a big talent issue. And, like, what – all right, the offense can't do anything. Wilson, Simeon, like, in the moment, what is he supposed to do? Like in the in the game, what was he not? I, I've said this before, but I want to reiterate too. What was he not doing that he should have been doing? Because there's there's nothing. He was screwed from the jump. The only thing you could point the only thing you could point to is an emotional thing. The only thing you could point to is like, all right, the players came out and clearly fell. Like the whole entire game was flat. The entire game was flat. But even then, like then you could say, oh well, he lost the rocker. Well, I don't think so because the players seem to really like him. So like he can't yeah. even lean on that. Garrett Wilson, of course, always taking a high road. This man is a saint. He was asked, you know, he was he, he was basically just told he wasn't targeted until the third quarter, which what a great question to ask the guy. Literally just telling him he wasn't targeted. He said, I'm aware. And then he responds with, it seems like we're being unintentional, and that's my mindset. It's simple. That doesn't have to be the case. It was. I have to figure out how I can get myself involved in the first oh, quarter. Oh, Garrett. Oh, poor what guy. What do you see Dude, him yelling shout at Rodgers? Dude, I was like bitching at Rodgers. I don't know what it was, but he was. He's mad. He's mad. But shout out to Garrett Wilson for always saying the right thing to the media. Like, it's so hard in that situation. As he got, he's what is he, 23 years old? Like, asking him to always say the right thing in a situation like this, that's not easy for any human being to do. So, shout out to Garrett Wilson for being a good guy because he could very easily blow up. I mean, look at what look at what George Pickens and shit is doing in Pittsburgh. Like, with a better, I mean, I don't know, it's not a great situation, but it's definitely better than what the Jets have been dealing with. I, that's anything's better than what the Jets are dealing with. Fucking Tommy DeVito, we were making fun of after the Jets game. He's better than what the Jets are dealing with right now. Yeah. Like, I literally can't even, I can't find any analysis points because we're, we're right back. No, we didn't even no. last a week right. of optimism. <laughs> For a tankathon update, the Jets do currently hold the sixth pick. Uh, they, of course, play the Commanders next week. And if they lose that, I mean, the Commanders would win. Uh, they can rise to, I believe, as high as four. Unfortunately, the Bears uh, lost. losing. The Bears lost. The Bears losing today, that hurts. Um, and then they get the Lions the against you, know. But we know the Jets won't. Like, we know what's going to happen. They might – honestly – Honestly, they might beat the Commanders and the Patriots. I get 100% see that happening. I'm very, very sure they're beating the Patriots. Uh, I will say this. We want good draft draft position. I could care less. I just want to not have the streak against the I agree. I agree. I'm not even whole. Like, I'm not going to be whole. It's not like the Trevor Lawrence year, right? Like, where I was like, all right, wholeheartedly got to lose this game, you know, help that draft position. Does it even matter? Like, that's, I'm at that point. I'm at the point of apathy with this entire regime, with the entire planned Super Bowl window. Like I have very little faith that this is all going to suddenly magically work out next year. But 
Hey man, that's what we got. We got, that's all we have. Like, what else? What else is there? Is there? This is it. This is what they're going to do. They're running it back with this team. And again, it would have. There's at least two more, probably three, wins at Rogers, and we're in it. And we're not talking about seasons over again. Yep. It'll be better. Like, it'll be better with Rogers next year. But the question is the million dollar question: Is it good enough to win a Super Bowl? Because if the answer is no, then you clearly fucked up, and you need to do something to make it good enough to win a Super Bowl. You need to find ways that it can be good enough because clearly anybody can watch this team like, yeah, it would be better with Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, it'd be better with Aaron Rodgers. They'd have a few more wins with Aaron Rodgers. They'd probably be a playoff team or at least very much in the thick of the playoff race instead of out of the playoffs with three games to go. But would it be good enough to win a championship? Because they didn't they didn't go after Rodgers with the goal of making the playoffs. That would have been Derek Carr. If they went out if they signed Derek Carr, all right, sure, you're hoping he can get you to the playoffs. Maybe you can make a run in the playoffs. But they they got Aaron Rodgers because they're like, all right, this is still one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And so if, if they make that move, they need to believe that they can win the Super Bowl. And it's really hard to look at this, this team right now, even without Rodgers, and say, man, if you just put Rodgers on there and make a couple of small adjustments, they can make the Super Bowl. Because I, I don't think that's true. Well, I think we're going to move more into draft talk now because Stephen Farrell says, what do you think they're going to do with the draft? Trade down and find some O-linemen. I mean, they have O-line. O-line. O-line first round. I was going to say they have two big up. needs, O-line and wide receiver. I still expect them to make a move in free agency or trade for a receiver. I've loved Devontae Adams. I don't know how much he really wants out of Vegas at this point, but I don't, I'm expecting him not to bring back Antonio Pierce. So I think there's at least still a good chance, a decent chance Adams could end up on the jets. I think it's much more likely that they go after uh, a receiver in free agency in the draft because, or free agency and in the trade market, because finding an O lineman uh, in free agency in the trade market is a lot harder, especially like a left tackle. So I imagine that could be that that would be my route in the draft. I, well, I guess if the the debate would then be if they keep losing and they end up in Marvin Harrison Jr. range, do you do that? And then who knows what else? I would hate it. I, I think it'd be like a situation where like when they picked Sauce over Kayvon Thibodeau, like arguably edge rusher was a big. No, you know what it was? Point. It's the Bengals when they had Jamar Chase or Panay Sewell. Honestly, yeah. it's the literally the exact same thing. But at least, you know, like Sewell's turned out to be a really good player, so it's not like you know win-win. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. But yeah, I guess I mean they could do that, but obviously it'll depend on what they do before that. Like if they trade for Devontae Adams and they have him and Garrett Wilson, I don't think they're drafting Marvin Harrison. Like I just I cannot imagine that would happen. Uh, I mean I, I feel like it's pretty crystallized too that Mackay Beckton. Like I, I need to I need to bring this up because sure. he played pretty much the whole game and. I've never been one guy for some reason that like people go, oh, he stunk it up in a divisional game. Like they make divisional games matter more. Like I get that they matter more in some regards, but like when people are like, oh, he can't beat the Dolphins as opposed to, well, he just, I never like put a ton of stock in that argument all the time, especially with quarterbacks too. But looking at freaking Becton, if he's got to play Bradley Chubb twice a year, hypothetically, because Chubb is not going anywhere. And this is how he plays. Like I think Becton... Th- these are the kind of games because now for those who came a little late and you missed it, Becton now leads the league in sacks allowed. Now again, sacks are not always an offensive line stat because how many would be sack would be not sacks rather were turned into sacks because of holding the ball too long or things like that. I get all that, but when you're an offensive lineman, you have 12 sacks allowed in 15 games. That's just not acceptable production. This is the kind of game almost single-handedly where some GM who said, you know what? Not the jets, like another GM in the league said, you know what? Maybe I could roll the dice on him. Big, strong guy. He's still a pretty okay run blocker. One-year prove-it deal kind of thing. After games like this, I don't even know if you could consider him a starter anymore. It's that – it was that bad. 
like beginning to end for a guy who was regarded as not highly as he has, but for a guy who kind of has the responsibility he has and has the name pedigree that he has, that was one of the worst games I've ever seen for an offensive player. Like it was, it was that bad. He did nothing well the entire game. Al Lazard was quoted in saying uh, after the game, they out-schemed us, out-efforted us. That, that's pretty – I mean, it's, it's right. looking it's for true. words too. Yeah. It's true. Out-schemed is like that's a direct – that's a <clears throat> that's a direct criticism of the coaching staff. So, I don't know. We'll see how that goes over. But, yeah, I mean, with, with Becton, like the, the biggest issue with Becton, I think, is that like there's so many issues you can point to with the Jets' offensive line and be like, oh, injuries this, injuries that. Like, yeah, they're starting their 11 different O-line combination in 15. And it's week 15. That's insane. That's egregious. That shouldn't be happening. That's just incredibly bad luck. But Makai Becton was the plan. Like, he he was the plan. He started week one for this team. They went into the year thinking they'd have Dwayne Brown, Makai Becton, Max Mitchell, and Billy Turner. Those were their tackles that they planned to have, and you develop Carter Warren. That was their plan. Well, Dwayne Brown's barely played, and he hasn't looked start or, or rosterable when he's been out there. Max Mitchell does not even look like a backup caliber tackle. Mekhi Becton is not a starting caliber tackle. If he is, he's a below-average starting caliber tackle just because the O-line depth in the league is very bad. Billy Turner is a fine fringe – like, he's a fine swing tackle. That's what he is. He's a fine swing tackle. So all four of their planned tackles, like, none of them are starting caliber at this stage, and maybe you could argue Becton is very low-end starting caliber. And if he's the best that's of the injury. four, that's a huge problem. And that's not injuries. That was their plan going into the season. I mean, yeah, Dwayne Brown got hurt, but even when, before he got hurt, he didn't look very good. And also going into the season expecting him to play the whole year after he missed a lot of last year, missed pretty much all of the summer, and he's 40 years old or almost 40. It was a bad plan. So I can't blame them for the, like Jake Hansen starting at right guard. That's not Joe Douglas's fault. There's nothing he could do there. He signed, he had Elijah Ray Tucker there. He got hurt. They signed Wes Schweitzer, who's a fine backup. He got hurt. They had Joe Tipp in there. He had to move the center because Connor McGovern got hurt. Max Mitchell was playing right guard. He got hurt. Like it's hard to blame him there, but I can blame him for Mekhi Becton being bad because that was your plan to start at left tackle, or at least that was your plan to start this season at one of the tackle spots. MTO says Al Lazar threw Nate Hackett under the bus with that. And uh, as nihilistic as we may sound talking about how nobody's going to get fired, like the Hackett thing, honestly, if you had to do like a percentage wise, like a 50, 50 thing, I'm honestly going to say 60, 40, he's gone. And here's why. Really? Because I just, because, Rodgers is basically the associate GM. And again, he gave back, what, like $32 million or something around there this year, like to help him sign more guys. So when you do that, inherently, they take your opinion seriously on matters like that. And Rodgers, for all his faults, like he can be a little prickly sometimes. Like, A, he's smart, and I think he's typically very good at, like, reading the room. Like, if he's going to come back to most of these guys – and, you know, and, and the big name guys, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, like if they're pissed at Hackett and they don't believe in him, like, I don't know. I don't care what, what Rogers thinks. Like if everybody on the team hates him, he'll be like, you know what? Like I can't be quarterback in a team full of 40 pissed off guys that hate the coordinator. And I think he might be like, you know what? I get somebody else. That's why I'm thinking that because I think the locker room, I think they like Sala. Like uh, people go, oh, they didn't play hard today. We got out efforted. I mean, that's just a thing that people say when they get blown out. Like generally, I think the players still like Robert Sala, and defensively, I think he's. I agree. 
I think he's done a good job. But like Hackett, especially he's been there for a couple of years. He's drafted a lot of these guys. He's developed these guys. He's worked with them. There's like years of trust in there. Hackett is some random numbnuts that came in off of everybody laughing at him in Denver. So because of that, like there's no no there's no one really in their corner outside of the Packers guys from beforehand. So to make yep. things even now, if he's losing some everybody else, even the Packers guys have to be like, well, we can't just go into a hostile work environment where everybody hates the boss and openly says they hate the boss. That doesn't work. That's why I think there's at least a chance that Hackett's, I think, gone after this year. Just because at a certain point, things are too much. Because again, without Rodgers, he would have been gone already. Oh, obviously, yeah. It, it comes down to Rodgers. I, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is thinking. I don't know what he's believing. Uh, I do think that he knows, like he's he's watching the same product we're watching. He knows it's not good enough, but I don't know. Part of me is just like, yeah, he probably thinks that I can fix it. Like he's thinking himself, if I was out there, it wouldn't be this bad. And he's probably right. It wouldn't be this bad. I, I don't think Rod, I don't think Hackett's going anywhere because I'm pretty sure Rodgers is just in his mind thinking, I can fix this. I can make it better. I can, I can fix everything. But I wouldn't rule out maybe like he gets demoted or something, or you're bringing another guy, uh, which that usually doesn't work. If you're fi- you're firing your offensive coordinator, just demoting him to a different position, bringing in another guy, kind of muddying the waters, it probably wouldn't work. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say. I, I don't think Hackett is gone, but Rogers is watching the same thing we're all we're all watching. I just think in his mind, he's like, I can fix this. See again, there's nothing. Christine Lombardo fire everybody except the DC. Doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't yeah, work no. like that. Are we going to hire a new coach? No. Oh, yeah, but you can't bring in your D.C. that you like. Maybe a really great guy, could... but no, you have to keep this guy who is going to run the same exact scheme that the old guy ran that we don't like, but we like him enough to keep his defense. Doesn't work like that. Isn't that why the Jets didn't hire Matt Rule? Uh, that would have been a bad hire anyway, but wasn't the whole thing. That, oh, like, yeah, they, didn't, they didn't want Rule to, to make his own coaching hires. They want to do it. Exactly. Which, they again, did. that's a bad – like Rule was not a good coach anyway, but like – you can't do that. Yeah, but you can't do that you either, can't. you know. You come in and coach, but you're not allowed to pick your – what's the Bill Parcells line? You're not allowed to shop for your groceries? Yeah, well, that was the yeah. worst paraphrasing I, of that ever, but – Sure, I mean, you, you got it. I, I, like, the only man who can survive coaching regime changes is Brent Boyer, and that's different because special teams coordinator is vastly different from a defensive coordinator who is working hand-in-hand with the head coach developing a scheme for that team. Special teams coach is very different. You're not really developing a scheme there. Uh, so yeah, it, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> I, uh, MTO, I think Garrett Wilson is telling Rogers on the sidelines, what is wrong with the scheme and trying to convince Rogers, this isn't the coach. And I, I think that plays into a little bit like Rogers can like hack it all he wants. And as we said before, I kind of don't like his excuse of, well, when I play the offense works, he's got an MVPs in it. it's like, yeah, screw, you make everything. Right, Aaron Rogers. But like Aaron Rodgers, not only is he going to be the most important guy in this team by a mile, you can make a case the second most important guy is going to be Garrett Wilson. Like if he's pissed and fuming and this guy sucks and I hate it, you think Rodgers is going to be like, well, tough, tough, you have to suck it up because I like him? I don't know if he'd do that because then if he does that to Garrett Wilson, that could be a whole – that could just spread. So personally, I think if the big names start falling out on hack and he's like, all right, fine, I'm smart, I'm really good, I can work with somebody else, like – I can't create a hostile work environment because I like this guy so much. Good question here from Lane in chat. He said, did Zach lower his trade value after this was last week a fluke? Uh, I think when it comes to Zach Wilson's trade value, 
the optimistic take I'm going to have here is that any team trading for Zach Wilson knows that they're getting some kind of reclamation project. They've seen, they know he's in a bad situation anyway, so it's not getting fully realized. Correct. So I think the flashes and what we saw last week matters a lot more than games like this. I don't think many people are going to watch this game or teams are going to watch this game and be like, Oh, this means I'm out on Zach Wilson. Like if you, if you weren't out on Zach Wilson to this point, I don't think this game is going to do anything to really lower his trade value. Uh, now, if it just stays at this level for the remainder of the game, or for the remainder of the season, sure. Like I, I don't know. I don't. Again, I, I'm not convinced he plays another game for the Jets. Um, but if he he still has a chance to improve his trade value, I don't think he can really devalue himself much more than he already has to this point. I guess because I think everyone is aware that it's a terrible system or situation for him. They're aware that that like they know what his negatives are. They know his 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 low lights, and they're very bad. Uh, they'd be looking at the highlights and saying, "We want to try and." salvage that we think we can still make something out of him so i don't think this game you know hurts his trade value that much uh i guess we'll see going forward but i'm not sure he starts another game for the jets ramon zach's value is higher after this game because it was so higher than trevor simeon's like i i do think he's better than trevor simeon i will say that but also mto2 trey lance went for a fourth yeah but trey lance was such an unknown yeah. Too that you're like okay, like and again, and, I don't even know if that trade went well because he went to the Cowboys or had no shot of playing. Yeah. But and they had an extra year of control. You're, any team trading for Zach, they're trading for one year because uh, I don't think they're going to pick up a fifth year option unless they unless it's like a Panthers Darnold situation. <laughs> unless they hire a BYU alum as the GM. Right. It was Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Go to Kansas City. Oh no, he would. Oh, that would be a horrible look. That would be great for Wilson. That'd be a really good spot for him. Develop as the bad. They don't even have a clear backup. Blame. Maybe Dabber. he can re- like he can watch Mahomes practice every day. He's like, wow, I'm terrible. I got no shot. And then you retire, and then he moves <laughs> on to. <laughs> they called him the Mormon Mahomes. Why doesn't he just go back? Who's up? they? He can. I, that's what they called him. That was the thing coming out of college. They called him Mormon. You, Mahomes. You give me a name to some day. I got some bones to pick. Mormon Mahomes. You'll find a bunch of Zach Wilson highlights. Yeah. There's got to be there's some even McLaughlin fire coaches immediately. Sal's 15 third two. What, you, you know what? He brings up a good point. Robert Sala should have made Zach Wilson not fumble the ball. Like he should have made Trevor Simeon not I mean, throw two more It's fair to criticize Sala and the coaching staff having this game. I think that's fair. I mean, no, I, I know, know, but like macro wise, I just don't. I just don't think he. But like yeah. we've gone over this before. But just macro wise, like people can rip certain in-game decisions. Like like in the Denver game when he had that clock management thing. Like that's a thing you can rip him for. Yeah. Or like not playing certain players despite weeks of evidence that the guy in front of them is bad. That's a solid thing you could point to, but just the offense can't score points because all the quarterbacks suck. I mean, that's a Joe Douglas thing because he's he hasn't given him anybody. The, the best quarterback he's played with is old, can't move Joe Flacco, but almost considerably in three years. Should we go through some fun stats really quick if before we're before we're considering signing off? I just I, I just I want to sure. read some of these stats, man. Zach Wilson, 4 of 11, 26 yards. He was sacked as many times as he had completions. He had 11 more sack yards lost than yards, uh, passing yards. Uh, also an interception, or also the fumble. Uh, Jets averaged 1.9 yards per carry, 23 total yards rushing. How many how many total yards they have? 103 total yards. 109 in an NFL game. 103 yards. get that in two drives. They averaged 1.9 yards per, per play. They had over they, they had 103 total yards. They lost over 50% of that in sack yards. <laughs> they, they lost 56 yards on sacks. Oh my god. 
80, 80 passing yards, 23 rushing yards. It's like you're playing with like the, all the sliders turned out in Madden where they can't complete passes in rookie mode. I mean, like the, if you combine numbers, the Jets, it shouldn't be possible. If you combine the Jets' penalty yards and uh, sack yards lost, it's more than the total yards they had in the game. <laughs> We're not asking for much at this point. We're asking for like. That's like, what do you talk about? What do you even talk about when you see a game like that? They, they were out possession 36 minutes and 23 people minutes. People keep bringing up the Kansas City game like it was some, like, divine intervention moment. Like, whoa, this is it realized. It's like, no, that was just like a regular game with a regular offense. Like, that's what a regular football game yeah. looks like. And we were like, wow, this is unbelievable. That's what In, uh, in positive, dude, I think the Jets were better – on third down than the Dolphins. Am I correct in doing that? Oh, well, that's right? that's good coaching. That's improvement. That is... Uh, oh, wait. Hold on. Nope. They were slightly worse. But they were 38% on third down, which is actually pretty Oh, high hang the banner, man. 38% on third down. That improves, that improves their season average, uh, which I believe is amongst the worst in NFL history. So... Like, I, I'm reading off these stats. And I'm just like, man, what the hell do I say? Like, what are we supposed to say? Yeah. There's nothing, dude. We're just rambling for 40 minutes. Like, I, I'm so sick of this fucking team. Yeah, like, but also, just, too, like, we're ripping Hackett, too, where it's like, oh, Hackett's terribly. I don't like, even, oh, I, even with that, like, what is he – what is anybody supposed to do? What's the quarterback supposed to do? What? What's any of the, They're all so bad at their jobs that they make each other worse. Like, that's what it is. It, it, they're also – it's like, well, what's Hackett supposed to do with all this personnel? What's the personnel supposed to do with Hackett? They're all bad. Like what's they're all, supposed they're to do with the quarterback? What's the brother. quarterback supposed to do with the line? What's the receiver supposed they to do with the quarterback? You can just mix and match any combination of shit you want. That's yeah, what I think has made is. this season really bad and really toxic because of that. Like, I think even early on, people haven't even really been caring about the results. They've just been hoping their favorite players look cool. And because everything's so bad, there's always some sort of built-in excuse for whoever you want. And you know what? It's kind of valid. There are valid Zach Wilson excuses. There are yes. valid offensive line excuses yeah. and solid excuses because nothing works at all. No matter who fucks up, it's very easy to just be like, well, they're not the only problem. Yeah, everything's the problem. That, that's like, the best have we part, too, is when people team? go, oh, they're not the only problem. They think it's like some super enlightened, like, I, am, right. like, I understand football perfectly. They're not the only problem. It's like, well, no shit. Yep. So anyway, they just play I, next week against man. the Commanders. It sucks. <laughs> Who is watching that game if they're not paid to? Dude, dude, my family does stuff for Christmas. Mine right? too. We do the whole Christmas. fried fish yeah. Italian thing. There you go. My family doesn't do shit for Christmas. They do shit for Christmas Eve. I'm going to have to work that entire day. I'm going to be working the whole game, the whole day. I'm about to go to my family's house early, watch that game. We're reporting, recording a podcast after that. I will say, don't too, by watch the way, that. there will be a special guest appearing on that podcast on Christmas Eve that I don't want to support. That's right. There might be. There might be a special there guest. Will, so yeah, they're very excited about it, and I think that you guys will like it, but I won't reveal it until showtime. So. It's not going to be like Sauce Gardner. Don't that worry. would be funny. Uh, he just shows up at my. He's like that guy on Twitter who like just chugged that random woman's Thanksgiving. Oh he yeah, does yeah, that yeah, every year. Like yeah, like yeah, yeah. Sauce just comes to Christmas every year. Right after the game, he just pops. It. Like it'd be right after the game, he pops. He's, he's just all sweaty. He's got his arm in an ice bag. <laughs> yeah, I no, it's not going to be Sauce Gardner. But yeah, we're we're gonna be talking about this team after the Commanders game on Christmas Eve. I'm gonna take time away from my family to talk about this godforsaken disgrace of a <laughs> okay, football yeah, franchise. It sounds like so, I'm losing family time, precious 
I'm losing family time because of the New York Jets, man. Like I, I see some of the family like twice a year and I'm, I'm losing time spent with them because of this fucking team. I hate it. Like I hate it, man. <laughs> the commander's defense versus Jets offense is going to be consistent dump breaks. Two of the worst units. Well, I got news for you. The chargers were the worst when they played the Jets. Jets yeah, six so points. Broncos. So are the I know the Jets beat the Broncos, but so are the Broncos. Like and the Jets scored just, one offensive touchdown in that game. Yep. So if, if you're betting, man, that'll that'll clue you in. So I think it's but about time to wrap things up on. Dude, 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 really quick, knowing the Jets, they're gonna come out and score forty points next week. Like I, I fuck, I've seen enough of this team to know that anytime we expect something to happen, the opposite happens. I, I truly, I think the Jets are winning two of their last three games. This game proved that to me. <laughs> Them getting blown out 30 nothing makes me think the Jets are beating the Commanders and they're beating the Patriots. So with that, I think, That's it. Justin, is it time to... I think, I think it's time, man. There's nothing else to say. Uh, <laughs> There's nothing else this, to say. this was a slog. This was just a oh. mess. Oh, my God. So it's anyway, thank you. <laughs> thank you guys for tuning into the Jet Press Podcast. Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Overcast. You can find us on all those platforms. YouTube and TikTok, the Jet Press for both of them. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a like, five-star review, all that good stuff. Justin has the last word here. Who, by the way, shout out to Justin's Cortland Red Dragons for the D3 National Championship. Thank you for making me happy. You finally saw some winning football and good offense and a quarterback that I think you tweeted out is actually better than Tim Boyle. I'm not even Zach boys. The quarterback for SUNY Cortland division three is a better quarterback than Tim Boyle. I'm not saying that facetiously. I'm not being like, I'm not joking. I truly believe that Zach boys is a better quarterback than Tim Boyle. So shout out SUNY Cortland, shout out the Cortland red dragons, D three national champs. Now you got me happy, Mike. Thank you. Meanwhile, my Marist college red foxes have won between three and eight games in every single season since 1992. Go down to D three. You don't talk. Do better there. Go down to D three. Well, we might. We're D one, but no scholarship. Go look up the Pioneer League. It's the most random collection of teams. It's like San Diego, Jacksonville, Butler, Valpo, Presbyterian. We play road games in like Indiana, California, Florida, and we're in New York. It, it makes I'm, no I'm sense. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. I'm enjoying this conversation more than I was talking about uh, about the Jets. I enjoy anything. I'd rather watch Cement Harden than watch that game again. I went up to a friend's – because I was watching for the Cortland game. I went up upstate to watch watch the Cortland game with a bunch of my college friends. I have to drive home tonight like six hours, and I'm going to enjoy that. don't do that after this. No, I am. I am, and I'm going to enjoy it so much more than that Jets game. Like just so much more. Just I would sit – I could sit in silence driving home for six hours and enjoy that more. But anyway, on that note, on that note – I hope you guys all have a great uh, rest of your day, a great rest of your Sunday. Thank you all for joining us on the show today. You can follow Mike on Twitter at ByMikeLuciano. Follow me on Twitter at Justin T. Reed. Follow the Jet Press at the Jet Press. Oh, my mic is almost falling. Download the Jet Press podcast wherever you get your podcast. Check us out on YouTube and TikTok. Subscribe, like, hit that notification bell. You guys know what to do. We stream live every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern time, and live immediately following every single Jets game. Thank you all for listening to Jet Press podcast. I'm so sorry that you all had to sit through that. I'm sorry that we had to sit through it. No, no I'm Reed. not, because we could have not watched it. <laughs> We chose. I, it's my job. It's my job. I have to watch it. And honestly, I'm 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 not gonna get anyone. like hazard I would, pay. <laughs> I would watch this team even if it wasn't my job every single game because I'm a psychopath, but I wouldn't enjoy it. I'm definitely not enjoying it. But anyway, I hope you guys all have a great rest of your Sunday. Enjoy your your days coming up, and hopefully Wednesday when we're in a better mood. Uh, but I've been Justin Reed. That's been Mike Luciano. We'll see you guys next. Happy time. holidays from the Jet Press. Mm-hmm.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.